0: Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes defeated the spirit of Andiason, born anew as a child of Urgathoa. A search of the lair revealed some interesting gear and notes detailing her involvement with the Red Mantis Assassins as well as the Queen herself. Drained but not defeated, our heroes return to the surface of Corvosa, ready to meet their next round of challenges and hoping to eradicate Bloodveil for good. The Cursed Campaign continues now.
1: Was hoping it wouldn't be the same party but here we are
2: you can't get rid of
1: us it's a good party uh, nah, it's an all right party how could it how could we be better you know how could you be better yeah well, you die a little more oh okay
2: to you <laughs> all right
1: to you, you die hmm.
3: i don't like this feedback we
2: should issue a survey at the end of every book to grab how how are we doing how are we doing
4: <laughs> <laughs> Do worse. The party is good. <laughs> Strongly disagree, slightly disagree, neither agree nor disagree. <laughs>
3: you
1: made it through one third, yeah. One third of the way through mm-hmm. that leaves, uh, let him let him
2: do it, let him let cook him more than half of the adventure left to go.
5: That's true. Job. When he's That's right, true. he's right. Hey, when he's
1: right, he doesn't miss. Wow. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, you've, you've kind of combated some riots. You've fought a plague. What do you guys think is going to happen next? Oh my goodness. What could possibly happen that's worse than the plague?
3: Oh, I, I don't have something that's worse than the plague, but I have an idea.
1: Okay. Lay it on me.
3: We're finally going to resolve who broke into that artist's house. Oh. Oh, Because be we fun. got distracted by the plague, but i mm, like to know true. broke into the artist's <laughs>
1: house. Yeah, a little little thread there, a little thread that I had left out. Think mm. martial law will
2: increase? You think it'll increase? Yes. How do you go? How do you go up from martial law already? More marshals. Oh, <laughs> initial marshals
1: on the streets. mm Hmm. Wow, more uh, more Grey Maiden presence, perhaps.
5: Hmm. Hmm. Stricter lockdowns. Maybe it grows. The whole city's under lockdown. Mm. I think Sylvie's going to join the Grey Maidens. You think? Oh no!
1: Yep. Good <laughs> <laughs> turn, big conversion. The turn for the character, but you know, when the calling calls.
5: You know, she could be doing some, uh, uh, doing a little reconnaissance. I guess.
1: Yeah, you know,
2: when this, when this whole trouble kicked off, we saw Sylvia on those message boards and we just didn't say anything, and it just got worse and worse. <laughs>
5: She's been listening to a lot of podcasts A lot of now. podcasts,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm worried. I, we've disrupted someone's plan. You know, this is all connected to the queen, we, we've learned. And they were trying to do something with this, and I'm worried that now we've disrupted it, the hammer's going to come down in one way or another. I think.
3: you think the queen's going to be mad at us?
2: I don't I don't know if the queen's going to directly get involved, but I'm worried that I'm worried that somehow we've uh we've punched the horn's nest, you know, mm. as 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 one tends to do. Yeah. I think we're
4: going to get stung this book. I'm sure she's not glad with how things turned out. I don't know that she's going to come after us specifically. I feel like that's kind of tough from a narrative sense because we got like four more books to go in the same city they can't be like putting up wanted posters of diego because then it's just like well i got four books of yeah hiding in sewers or whatever (laughs) maybe not specifically
2: but like if they were trying to achieve something with this and this was disrupted they're gonna go another way with it potentially and maybe probably try hitting a little harder you know yeah and this was already pretty hard hit yeah, mm-hmm. releasing plagues into the populace. Already pretty bad. I don't know how much lower they can go.
5: Oh, but we can go lower into the Undercity.
1: Oh, is that where you think book three's going? Undercity?
5: Even deeper. Do <laughs> We just keep digging down. Emily,
2: I like the way you're going. I didn't even mention one word for me. How deep are we going?
5: Oh, I think we're going to have to find out this book.
2: Darklands. I'll say it. Darklands. We're going to the Darklands book three. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mark my words.
5: I was going to leave leave the mystery out there.
2: No, I'm saying it. I'm spoiling it. I want to go.
4: I'm ready.
5: We're just trying to will this into existence in every single game
3: he plays. It's,
4: it works in some of them. It's not that I'm against the Darklands, so let's, let's just get that on the it's table. It's just that
1: it's beyond the scope of this adventure, what, Chris.
4: But what I will say is if you, you look at what's coming next, that's the Adventure Path Second Darkness, which... A fair amount of that takes place in the Darklands. We've had Second Darkness. So, yes. What about Third Darkness? So well, I don't, I don't know. Be a first Darklands. First one, yeah.
2: <laughs> Griffin, enlighten us. What is the title of this third book? Uh, Escape from Old Corvosa. And they don't specify a direction. One of the valid ones could <laughs> be down. down. Escape <laughs> down from Old Corvosa.
1: Escape <laughs> subterraneally from Old Corvosa.
2: Quick, the tunnels, the Old Corvosa and <laughs> gosh Everyone no one knows, knows how,
3: about these titles. yeah and
2: no one knows how far they go
3: oh no don't take a wrong turn yeah
2: what do you think is going to happen griff Ooh,
1: interesting
3: from the title i have now changed my decision
1: you've changed your decision <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. on what we're doing
1: okay what is it now
3: well now clearly we're going to need to find a way to get into old corvosa Okay, And then we're going to need to either get someone or help someone escape from Corvosa. A brilliant deduction. So, you know.
1: Where was the artist's house?
3: In old Corvosa. Guys. It's a thinker.
1: It's a thinker. Where was everyone's family but Sylvie's?
4: (laughs) They're safe. Old Corvosa. (laughs) It's all coming together. Wow.
1: (laughs) It's only one part of the city that you need. Yeah, I think you guys are going to spend some time in old Corvosa, this book. Hopefully not much. Good old Corvosa. Yeah, I I think think you're going to be surprised by the consequences of what you've done here.
5: Good consequences? What?
1: Consequences of our actions?
2: That's bad storytelling. (laughs) Yuck! (laughs) Yuck!
1: I hate that! (laughs) I hate consequences. Let us do whatever. (laughs) Um... But yeah, yeah, I, I think uh I think book three will be kind of like uh kind of like your last hurrah. Oh no, he's gonna kill us. Mm. Well you'll have a final hurrah, but your last
4: one for a while. What? What do you think a last hurrah is? I <laughs> well, it's like
3: to understand.
4: You'll see. You'll see what I mean by that. Okay, guys, get your hurrahs in as much as you can now. Yeah, get them in for book three. Oh, I think I know Hurrah. what you mean by that. Hurrah. Hurrah. Yes. <laughs> Hurrah,
1: Harambe, the timeline split in 2016 when the boy fell into the pit with Harambe and Harambe was shot. Everything was so much better back then. Pokemon Go came out back then. The plague would never have happened if the Harambe timeline hadn't spun out of control. Yeah,
2: they had oh to bring oh my a, God.
1: They had to bring a new ape from Wuhan. <laughs> Everybody oh. knows this. <laughs> oh Why are you gosh. looking at me like that? Everyone
4: knows this. <laughs> Everyone knows it. they are the best apes in China. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, I think I got to get out of here, point. uh This one is going to. Mir,
3: why? Thanks.
1: You're welcome. Mainly because I felt bad for destroying your flowers, and I didn't even know my spell did that. <laughs> and then I read it, I was like, "Oh damn, this spell specifically does that." that
3: I know, funny. and my flowers were so good; everyone liked them. No,
1: everybody really enjoying those flowers until they were gone. But you know, that's that's a little bit like life. You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> hurrah! 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 uh so this one is from jason 25 north so i know you like cider i I think that's directed towards you little johnny hurt his finger in school he called out to his teacher ouch i've hurt my finger i need some cider the teacher asked why do you need cider and little johnny replied because every time my big sister gets a prick in her hand she sticks it in cider
2: Oh, get out of here, you! Oh, whoa!
5: You dirty no. dog. <laughs> We're done,
2: Jason. <laughs> Scandalous, Jason. This is a family podcast.
5: <laughs> I only read the first line of that one before I oh, sent it over. It? Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> I did not get to uh, to uh, screen that one out.
1: <laughs> Didn't make it all the way to the end of that no, one. No,
5: it was too long.
1: Well, um, here's to sticking it insider. So, when last we left our heroes, they defeated the second form of Andason, the daughter of Urgathoa, and Diego got Blood Veil. But the party was triumphant and they got a bunch of really, really good gear. And they found the remainder of the notes that they think will be able to formulate a cure for Blood Veil. With that knowledge in hand, they returned to Archminos, fulfilling their promise to him of giving him any, I guess, vampire cure, vampirism cure information, and Vec gave him uh, some of his blood. The party, battered and broken, went upstairs back to the main floor of the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden and found that the patients were actually being treated there uh, because they had installed some... Dummy uh, plague doctors and some uh, gray maidens that were actually on their side. And the ones that aren't are unaware of the situation happening below. So that's where we find you.
3: Is my mom gone?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay, just making sure.
1: You you sent her to go. I know I did. Yeah. I just
3: want to make sure no, that she, she waited to make up. sure
1: you came up.
3: No, I was worried she got would got uh, like caught up by these or yeah, something. Yeah,
1: she's dead up here. Sorry, it's fine. She went back to old Corvosa. She went. She went to the farm.
3: I mean, you might as well just say she went to old Corvosa. It's the same thing, apparently. She went to the farm.
4: Well, that's just that's Vex Grandpa's place.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he went to the
4: farm. Pretty worried about what we're gonna find back there. Anyway, I guess if we're all up there before we interact with everybody, Vex's gonna kind of like put his hands up to slow everybody down before we get within earshot of the rest of these people that are upstairs. And just be like, I think before we start talking to people, we need to figure out how we're gonna handle this. Uh, I, I'd like, we just killed somebody who is connected with the Queen and apparently has been spreading disease on her behalf. Obviously, we shouldn't popularize that, but I don't know that we really want to be going around saying that we were tied to this incident because the Queen, as someone around her, may come to us for redemption or something. Revenge.
3: I, I'd i say knowing that the Queen is doing this and, and is a part of it, we've got to keep that. A secret, but I, I don't think we can broadly share this at all.
5: But right. uh, as to be someone we can share this with, we cannot just do this all on our own.
2: There's one person who we've relied on outside of the official uh, the official royal rule. We have to go to Cressida and tell her what's happened here. She has the connections to know what to do next.
4: I think that's a pretty wise decision. I'd like to talk to her about quite a few things that we've seen in the last couple of days. Diego, by the way, um, you sick?
5: <coughs>
4: it's only
2: the flu. <laughs> I need to go shopping in the crowded, most crowded areas of Corvosa as soon as possible.
4: Just So be- before you do that, do you mind if i use this greater healing staff to try and remove that disease (laughs) are you sure you have the spell slots
2: to do so and that you've prepared the staff during your
4: (coughs) daily preparations uh he shakes the staff doesn't feel like there's any magic in it right now
1: (laughs) sure yeah they both feel uh feel like they came fully loaded hey somebody charged it
4: up wasn't me wonderful all right. Well, I believe I really only have one shot at this, with you know how many charges are in it. So let's give it a try. What do you say? I say yes, please. All right, I'm going to try and counteract this disease. Oh, okay. That is going to be a dirty thirty. Dirty thirty meets.
5: The DC. Oh my god.
4: Uh,
1: now with remove disease, does that remove the whole thing? Counteracts the disease entirely, or does it? Is it like a stage-based thing? Let's find out. Counteract, I
2: think, is fairly binary.
1: I think I think it does remove, like, fully remove the disease, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. If it's a success,
2: the if the counteract level is no more than one level higher than the the ear effects counteract level, so you got to look at this. The yes, the level. Of the spell level
4: you, is five. Well. Remove disease is a third level spell. The staff is a fourth level item. I don't know which one you pick. I
2: think it's the level of the spell you're casting from it. So if you if you cast remove disease at a higher level, it would it would apply that different. So I don't.
1: Well, hold on, let me make sure then, because I think you guys have done a remove disease on this sucker before.
4: Yeah, and I thought the counteract was like a twenty. No, well, this is much. This is a. This, this is more virulent. Him being. Uh, Direct from the humors. Yeah.
1: But I just don't think, I I feel like the level was something that you guys could manage with your own remove diseases. It is a disease five.
2: Yeah. Then a a third level is not going to cut it with a success. Well, good luck saving on that then. Yep. Well, I've got a high fortitude and and juggernaut, which will help. But if I'm at stage three... um even a uh, success to crit success is only going to take me two stages up. So I'll still still have it. If That's like a virulent disease. Oh, so the mechanics are a little different then.
1: So if you crit succeed, you go down one level. Oh, yeah. You need two successes to go down a level normally. But, you know, your thing will... If you succeed, you'll move down a level regardless because... Big if. I'm rolling it a plus 14. I guess plus 16
2: with the... Um, I guess a plus sixteen with the anti not antidote, the uh, the anti plague.
5: Sylvie looking very flushed and clammy uh, because she has the demonic pestilence still, mm-hmm. stage three.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's not great either. Mm-mm. So let's uh, let's pull up your demonic pestilence. You guys are, you know. You've you've taken a bit of time here to, like, now take stock of how everyone's feeling, I assume, after you healed a bunch downstairs. So that Demonic Pestilence, let's see, that one's going to be a DC-28 Fortitude. At stage 3, you are drained to for one day, and then it'll move on.
3: I can help with treating diseases and poisons as well because I have robust recovery, which means that if I can help someone, then uh, I get give you a plus four circumstance bonus, as well as if you have a success, it becomes a critical success.
5: Ooh, I like nice. the sound of that. That
2: Just, helps. That could be good on Sylvie. Doubly, doubly good.
1: I believe the demonic pestilence uh, would be creatures usually half their level, rounded up. If it's an effect from them, I think so. Okay, then that's also going to be a level five for the for the
2: uh.
1: Uh, purposes of remove disease, etc. Unless the uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it doesn't have an effect up. in the stat or it doesn't have a level in the stat block, so yeah. it should just be the creature's level halved and then rounded up. So you're dealing with some nasty diseases. Uh, Figgy also still has that. Diego also still has that. Oh, yeah. So we'll just roll for those in the morning.
5: Oh, I'm already nervous. Well, since everyone's
3: feeling cruddy and we can't do much about it now, where do we want to go?
2: I still think it's important to talk to Cresta as soon as possible. Maybe we just mask up and be extra... Extra careful with our PPE when we visit her. Mm-hmm. Wait, she she got blood veil already, and yeah. so everyone knows that there's uh you know there's a natural immunity you get from blood veil. There's <laughs> that's a mechanical thing. It's gotta be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gotta pretty, be. Put in there. Gotta be. Demonic passions, <laughs> though. Not sure how that how it spreads.
5: Should we do any cleanup here? at the hospital before we leave just in case you know eventually there's going to be new gray maidens coming i'm not
3: touching the milkies
5: no not down
2: someone's here someone's got to drink not them. down here but <laughs> someone's like someone's got to drink
1: all of them
5: we left the dead bodies upstairs mm. do we need an now, exit strategy I thought we-
1: <laughs> so so here here's the one wrench in that not all the gray maidens that are here are your gray maidens
5: oh that's right
1: The one there there's like the one that you have that is helping you because you kept her alive and then there's like two more that cresta was able to get
4: on that shift but every
1: other gray maiden
4: doesn't know you i think we just kind of like bump into the ones we do and like surreptitiously be like hey we're done here we're gonna take off you should probably get scared soon but like I, you're right, we can't you're just like, like pack it you up. Can't move eight yeah. bodies from upstairs mm. oh, yeah. downstairs. You know, I think yeah. we just
3: gotta get, get without our butts out noticed. of here.
4: Yeah. What if we moved the
2: daemon body upstairs? Be like, <laughs> oh no, a daemon rampage. <laughs> Who could have predicted eight casualties from this daemon?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Including doctor
2: the, the good doctor. <laughs> the good not the good doctor he was doing such good work here just
1: an idea you also like you know there's like 50 witnesses here
3: yep Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, something's got to be done about them (laughs) so
3: like if if word
1: hasn't if word hasn't spread uh, yet it might be a good time to leave
3: yeah we just got to get out of here
1: yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Let's do that. So you guys making yourself scarce. Are you heading to Citadel Volshnik or are you headed to, you know, now that you have this, like, last component, um, for a cure, are you gonna, like, you try and get all that together with the other parts, so that, and try and convince people to work with Arkminos so that you can get the ball rolling on that, or... Oh, the cure is also a, a pressing thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean...
2: You probably should do that first, You'd honestly. suspect that people are going to continue dying. Yes. The hours we okay, spend. going to... deal
5: with the cure. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, Every hour we waste is more people dying.
5: We do know an alchemist. Maybe yeah, she you. would be able to help us, and maybe she wouldn't be too put off by working with a vampire as a were-rat. Could talk your to your yellow
1: eyes. eyes. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean you could certainly you'd certainly seek her out um but like I said
3: I was thinking have,
1: there's like three journals of information you've already given one to Cressida I forget if you gave the second one to Cressida did you send like Sazzy back with one
3: I figured it made more I I feel like almost it even makes sense just to give it to Cressida though because she can organize the resources potentially-hmm
1: true but yeah. you could certainly you know Reach out to Erie's Yellow Eyes and
4: see if she will, yeah. will help. We get yeah. her in contact with like Cressida. like we could
3: tell Cressida and like recommend.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, our our boy Ashani Daughtry too. Like he's he's been with us this entire book trying to fight the fight uh, Bloodveil. So yeah, let's get them goldfellas involved. Yeah, um,
2: cleric
1: of Abadar, I don't, uh, lawful neutral. I mean, yeah, Who knows how enough. they feel about vampires? Mm-hmm. A pay to work with this vampire. <laughs> Tell him if he's got a
2: hand in privatizing the vaccine, he can distribute it and then hike the prices oh later. Oh, man. <laughs> so, what, Citadel Volshnik it is then? Still? I think
3: so.
1: Mm-hmm, all right. Sure. Uh, as you approach the Citadel, you realize that the staffing levels are completely diminished. There's like one guard.
3: Oh at the, no! Uh,
1: at the front here, uh, who does wave you on? But between, you know, normally when you when you pass through the citadel, you pass like the training yard, and there's guards training uh, on training dummies and that kind of thing, running drills. It's empty. It's quiet all the way to Cressida's office. You don't see another soul besides the. uh the front entrance guard. When you make your way into her office, she kind of, as she has looked throughout these troubles, maybe even more so, just looks like completely haggard, and she's kind of startled from from someone even like coming into her office. Uh, she sees the group of you and kind of relaxes a bit. Well, am I to think that you've survived your trip to the? hospice, and taking care of everything that was happening there.
4: It was far from easy. There were plenty of malcontents below the hospice, um, but that horrible Andason, the one behind this, uh, is is now returned to the grave. And the good news is, she kept a lot of information on her about Bloodvale and how she was able to create it, so uh, we can turn that over to you, and we were Hoping you could mobilize some sort of response to the disease and start producing, and distributing and a cure. However, it seems like staffing's a little low around here. I mean, I was just here yesterday. It was bustling. What happened? <sighs>
1: well, you'll uh, you'll likely notice if you if you're out and about on the streets later on. The Grey Maidens have, um, well, they their presence has been quite increased in the city. At the uh, at the cost of many of the other organizations that were keeping the city safe. Many of my female guards that were able bodied were absorbed by the Grey Maidens. Many others have. Died from the plague. Some have deserted. Some are stuck in Old Corvosa. No doubt you all know about the bridges burning.
4: I, I'm pretty concerned myself. I've got family there. I um, haven't haven't spoken to them in quite some time. And all reports indicate that the disease is ravaging Old Corvosa. So who knows if my grandfather's even alive still? Right. Any guards that we do have are on active patrol right
1: now. It's <laughs> it's a ghost town in here, as you can tell. But um, we're trying to make do. If you've got good news to bring, I'll hear it.
2: <laughs>
1: there isn't much of that to go around.
5: But I but there is still hope. If we can make a cure, then we could help at least eliminate one of these stresses in the city
1: and you think with all the notes
4: you've gathered you have enough to to do that what I think we have is the research that you would need to create the cure what, what we don't have are people to create it and distribute it um to that end we uh, of course have been working with Ashani Dottry for quite some time from the church of Abadar um Obviously, you and him are quite well acquainted. Perhaps he could lend some of his clergy to help um, in, in that regards. But we also met some folks along the way who, although may not seem traditionally medically trained, could probably lend their um, their talents to this as well. I mean, we'd take all the
1: help we can get, but you make them seem like... Uh... Like, people I wouldn't want to be working with.
4: Well, I'm thinking specifically of one individual who, right, you probably, on a regular day, wouldn't trust with the health and safety of this city. He's a vampire. But, um, you know, I think any port in a storm, if you catch my drift, and... Winds looking pretty pretty blustery. Storm clouds are rolling in if you catch my drift. There's not a lot going on here. Not a lot of people in this citadel. I would suggest that you take our friend up on his offer to assist, even if he's someone that you may not normally work with. Does your friend have a lab? I don't think so. I think... He was like gonna join a lab, right? He has a lab down there. He was in a lab. I
3: thought, yeah, he was yeah. actively in a oh, lab.
1: Right, yeah. so I didn't he know, was just he was like pissy because he wasn't in his home lab, which is like way better.
4: Right, because I remember him being like, I could move my coffin somewhere else or whatever. So I wasn't sure if he was just gonna like abandon the temple area, mm-hmm. but if that's cool, yeah. Um yeah, actually, it's unfortunately below the the, the Blessed Maiden. But he's got one. Well, unfortunately at this point I'm going to have to
1: work with the Grey Maidens to clear out the hospice. I don't have any other choice. I don't have as much jurisdiction as I once did. But I can try to have my guards clean up whatever mess that you made there before any Grey Maidens are peeking their heads in seeing what you've done. As far as going down to a lab, maybe us cleaning up the situation is a good excuse to get our people down there to work with your associate, uh, if you know how to get down to their lab. But, I don't know about all this. Uh, I think I'm going to have you make a diplomacy check here. Sure. To vouch for a vampire.
4: Yeah, fair enough. Okay, no hero points on deck but I got an 11 on that that is going to bring me to a 29. Alright
1: uh, with the 29 she does agree to go along with this plan although um, you know I'll, I'll gather Ashani. I don't know that we're going to get any of the other clerics to be willing to work with a vampire but Ashani we can, we can convince especially because he'll do it for free That man's been having a conflict of faith.
4: How do you mean? I mean, it seems like he was bending the rules a little bit to work with us, but I never got the impression that he was preparing divorce from the church.
1: I think he's seen all the bad that comes from having to pay for healing, turning health into a commodity.
3: I can't say I'm angry about that, as long as he still has the ability to heal, but it's not right to keep such a high price for something so valuable
1: and you said you knew someone else that could help
5: we have made uh, another friend, someone you may not uh, usually go to for uh, some elf advice, but (laughs) (laughs) she is quite the alchemist Uh, we have met a were-rat named Yuris Yellow-Eye
1: A lycanthrope, a vampire,
3: and
5: a a cleric
1: cleric. walk into a bar. (laughs) And are somehow supposed to come out with a cure to Blood veil. The vampire has to be asked
4: to be let in first. Well, not if we're going to their (laughs) lab. I'd also suggest you don't start working on the full moon that might, you know... Right, right. ...where at... Of course.
1: Time that in. We all know that's coming up, so we better do this quickly. Mm. Uh-oh. There's something else that you should know. <laughs> what else?
2: And Diego looks to the rest of the party, uh, inquiring, are we ready to tell her about the involvement with the queen that we know? Is she yes in on... Should she be in on the circle?
3: I think she should be.
5: Can we do, before we say anything... A quick perception check of the room. Make sure there's no, like, large portrait of the queen. That's eyes move <laughs> sure, with us. Sure, sure,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. Or any mirrors. We've been playing a little too much oh, Rain of Winter yes. recently.
5: Yeah, Cover up mirrors. the mirror.
2: 22 for
3: Diego. Mirror has a 29 if it's an eyesight-based thing. And then also I can get a bonus if there's any traps. Only a 14. Well,
1: mirror doesn't see any mirrors, uh, and yeah, you, you don't think this room is bugged, so to speak.
3: And I see no portraits of the queen.
1: <laughs> no, there's very little queen propaganda in this room. Good. Good. And Diego will continue.
2: In the bowels of that temple, the disciple of Urgathoa and Dacen we encountered spoke to us saying that the Urgathoans and Red Mantis assassins we hired by Queen Iliosa to help create and spread this disease. We have not shared this information widely. Uh, I think this is just like plagues are being spread in the city. This information is a plague to those who know and possess it.
1: it. Increases our chances of death. Well, you're right to come to me with that information. I'll obviously keep it under my hat as well, but... You know, that's something that I think the five of us in confidence can say we might have all suspected. Maybe not something as drastic as starting a plague, but she's certainly been nothing but bad for the city since she's taken the throne. This kind of crafty behavior, the way that the plague was spread to just the poor, that didn't add up correctly, did it? But for the queen to want the poor or to wish death upon the poor. That's a bit strange.
2: She has broken her contract to lead the people of her city and provide for their betterment. In my eyes, she is no longer Corvosa's
1: queen. Well, (laughs) would that we had any power to take her off the throne, but unfortunately, that's not something within our scope at the moment. Yeah. Speaking of... Uh, welfare and well-being. The rumblings of your deeds across the city have been getting out. People have been talking about your involvement and in stopping the false cures and uh, running every which way to heal people, stop the plague. Um, they know you're involved. And by virtue of that, I think even if the Queen... Doesn't have a direct line of evidence that you're involved in stopping what's been happening at the hospice. I think if she's heard any of these rumors, she might suspect that four good do-gooders that have been fighting the plague this whole time might attract down the source of it. The good news, though, is that they're calling you heroes. The
4: average people of this city see you that way. Heroes, you say? Never thought I'd see the day when people would say something like that about me. And no offense, but I don't know that the three of you all fit the bill either, but I guess here we are. You shut your mouth. (laughs) Alright, you literally have a skull in in fur on your face. Just saying.
2: (laughs) I bring justice to those. Those who deserve it. Those who no longer deserve the life. Do the you? Because it.
4: you're a seven foot tall, catman wearing a scythe and a corset. <laughs> okay, oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you're also followed by a ghost, so just saying. I don't like the
2: ghost any more than you do.
4: <laughs>
2: I'm right here. Three actions, he's gone.
3: <laughs> it's only six seconds. <laughs> yep.
1: I, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I can see Stop it. <laughs> Three more it. seconds and I'm going to get very angry. Get out of my head. Get out of my head.
2: I know we joked about the whole corset thing, but that's, I, you know, I, it's, it's true armor in my mind. All right. It's, it's metallic armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. She's just wearing a corset over it. Her character art doesn't necessarily follow the actual armor she was wearing <laughs> she had it in her bag of holding she
4: wasn't even wearing the armor it's okay Chris I know your character's not wearing a corset does it button up or... on the left or the right cause that's how you know if it's a lady's breastplate or not <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny
1: <laughs> it's double breasted <laughs> well as
2: our most corsets Yeah, she did have two boobs Oh my
3: goodness. Anywho.
4: Let me look at the
2: art again to (laughs) count (laughs) them.
4: So people are saying that we're heroes. I I think, I don't know, I kind of want to lie low knowing that. I don't want to put a target on my back. We've all got family here. Hell, we're hiding a refugee from the crown. I mean, that's what I'd recommend. To lie low
2: perhaps for a time we might lie low. But there also comes a time when a higher purpose beckons those who are willing and able to rise to the call. I've been brought back, put on this land for a purpose. I know this. And I think this purpose is it. If there's more good we can do to the city, and that involves showing our faces again, and putting ourselves in danger, I say we welcome it.
3: I don't think I'm saying we don't do good, but it probably wouldn't be bad if there's nothing actively bad that we need to stop. If we just like hang out indoors or or only leave at night or something.
2: That's true. <laughs> I also need to quarantine,
1: <laughs> right? Like,
3: you're I'm, not, I'm not telling
2: you
1: all to <laughs> to not do anything for for the city. I know that would be against your nature, but maybe gives yourselves some time. You know. If you're in the marketplaces, hide your faces. Find a place to hold up. Work on yourselves. You you all seem quite injured and sick. Make sure that you're at full work and order before you tackle anything
4: else. Do you have any insight into the situation in Old Corvosa? Have you heard anything? I... I still
1: have... Well, um... You all remember... Uh, Vin Orsini, he's been able to get communication to and from Old Corvosa so to me um, on a daily basis. I don't know how he does it, but um, up until now, they've been getting regular letters uh, of the status of the city. Uh, there's, you know, it, it's fallen into quite a bit of anarchy, especially in especially in Old Docks. Uh, there's. Supposedly there's this man, he's calling himself the Emperor of Old Corvosa,
4: and he's gaining quite a following. What does this man preach?
1: That I haven't quite heard. I know he's got several street toughs that uh, have been a mass in power.
3: Do you know if this never mind, I can't remember the
1: The Docks criminal guy?
3: I actually, I was wondering maybe if it was, a, like, if they're friends with the artist guy.
4: Salvatore screen.
3: Because remember, like, he had a person in his room that Mir couldn't oh, that identify guy. and yeah. Mir like tried to old heal. old guy that was sick. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. I'm curious... Because the there was the gang already. I forgot the guy's the the leader's name, but he had command of the docks initially. I'm wondering how. Devargo. Yeah, I'm wondering if, if if Devar if this is like a
4: kind of a power struggle against Devargo is happening. I
3: mean, Cressida knows Devargo though mm-hmm,
4: yeah. really well. I guess then since we do have some ties and familiarity with Devargo, Jack would just be like, "Well, you, you mentioned old docks. Last I had heard before the quarantine, Devargo was in charge there is... He's still alive? Uh, I'd heard the
1: Emperor and his men made an attempt on the docks on Eel's End, but they were repelled by Devargo and his posse there, and they destroyed the link between Eel's End and the land. Oh. But for all I know, Eel's End, although separate, might be one of the safer places in Old Docks. From what uh, Van Carlo's been sending me, they weren't able to get across the dock to Eel's End. Mm. Now, I couldn't tell you if that means Devargo's still alive or if he died in the fighting. Aye.
5: Does that mean you are in contact with Van Carlo as well? You are sending him messages.
1: I can't get anything back to him. Mm. I don't know how he's getting these messages across, but they wind up on my desk. I don't know who he's got in his network of contacts that's getting these through, but uh, last one I received was two days ago. I'm hoping uh, the next one's coming soon. He's fairly prompt.
3: Is anyone dying or being shot at when they got, try and cross, or is anyone trying to cross between Old Corvosa?
1: There's, uh, there's barges of Grey Maidens, uh, swift boats that are um, sinking anyone that attempts to cross. Obviously, anyone that attempts to cross the main bridge is still intact, uh, gets interrogated and usually denied entry. If they put up a fight, then they're dispatched of. All I could suggest is if you were trying to make a play to get over there at some point, you know, by the cover of night usually is a good call. If you can swim rather than take a boat, that's even safer. But
3: I've got Figgy here, actually, so I know I can make it.
1: Now, the thing is, the Queens women aren't, uh, they're, they're certainly sinking and killing anyone that, that comes from old Corvosa to the mainland or the Tries. But the other way, they'll fire a few arrows and then they generally let them go. It's quarantined enough over there for them to really
4: care. If you make it over there, it's nigh impossible to come back. Trying to keep people in rather than out, it sounds like. Right, right.
2: You're saying that entering Old Corvosa will be easy, but the hard part will be escaping Old Corvosa. Right. (laughs) Roll credits!
1: (laughs) All right. I'm saying if you're, you know, if you're going to go there, better out than in. Oh. (laughs) Well, we'll want to rest up before we make that journey well i certainly would appreciate you um taking part in whatever is asked for this cure um and seeing as we're so low in resources i um well i was wondering if you the four of you would be all right if i uh, if i officially in an official capacity, to deputize you, uh, that'd make you real members of the guard with all the authority that that entails. It'd at least make you a little bit less touchable, I suppose, by the by the queen and the queen's people. It's a bigger deal when you're going after guards than when you're going after street toughs. Hell yeah!
3: Deputize me, Captain. Do
5: we get badges? Well, I'll, I'll
1: do you one better than badges. Um, yeah, that's what you're You're storming a building. Don't show him a badge.
2: Show him a bag of gold. <laughs> yeah,
1: here's a bag of gold.
5: All the credentials I need. I,
4: I work for the city guard. I got the cash to prove it. <laughs> she
1: uh, reveals from her desk a small kind of iron coffer. Now these have been used by many of the, um, the captains of the guard um, in times of trouble for the city. We've, um, but we've, (laughs) we've only got me now. And uh, many hands have worn these official signet rings. Uh, she opens the case and in it is revealed four rings, each with the sigil of the Corvosan guard, but each with a different colored gem oh. in, the, um, in the center. One is a ruby, one is a sapphire, one is an emerald, and one is a topaz.
3: Do they do different things. Are They're just pretty.
2: These are... The loop she'd, tell you, she'd tell you what these are. Rings of energy resistance greater. Damn. <gasps> Massive.
5: Ooh. Hmm.
1: These are one of the more valuable treasures that the Corvosan Guard has been able to hold on to, but they also signify uh, your position as a deputy of the city. Uh, Each one was wielded by a different master, uh, who fought for the city in times of strife. Uh, And they each protect you from a different thing. Uh, The red one protects you from flames, the blue one protects you from chill, the green one protects you from burning acid, and the yellow one protects you from electricity.
3: Anyone immediately drawn to a specific one?
5: Sylvie is drawn towards the ruby because it matches her outfit and her family crest.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You guys take your pick. I'm the richest one, so I'll pick the the last one.
5: I'm, I'm
3: the second richest, Steve.
4: Okay, well then I want the one with the yellow gem, the electricity, because that matches the color of my magic.
3: That's neat. I wanted the green one.
4: Perfect. Looks like I'm getting the cold,
2: baby.
1: Hell yeah. I'm investing that immediately. Oh, uh, mechanically, those rings also grant you a plus two to any diplomacy, intimidate, and, um, well, actually, any charisma based check uh, made against a citizen of Corvos.
4: Oh my. <laughs> wow. That's good. I'm sure I'll never forget that. Yeah. It's a uh,
1: consider it an item bonus, so it'll it won't stack with your plus one or whatever. Okay, I'm going to make that effect for you.
4: <laughs> Thanks,
1: but remember, it's just for like citizens of Corvosa. Yep, you know, people that would actually care about authority. Great. Well, I expect you all to use that responsibility. Uh, well. Uh, Although, you've more than earned it through your actions these past weeks. Um, If there's nothing else for me, if you wouldn't mind uh, reaching out to this Eries, I'll reach out to Ashani. If you all could, um, you know, you can go with the guards that I send to the hospice and uh, lead them down to to work on this cure. Um, One other thing, though. (laughs) I can't imagine... Your names won't be tied to a cure once it's released. And so the people of this city are only going to think higher of you. But that's going to plant a bigger target on your back. Obviously, (laughs) we're going to go through with a cure. But I'm just warning you. Your best course of action may be to go to Old Corvosa after you've rested up. Because, well, there's... (laughs) The Queen's influence is no longer over there.
4: Well... When you start shouting the names from the rooftops, that's Relby with a Y, not Naïve. So just get that straight. But yeah, I imagine that I'll be headed to a rather soon. Okay. What do you guys do now?
1: You've got all the all the pieces together now. All all of, you have um, the journal from Doctor Devilus. You have the journal for. Rolf and you have the journal from Andason uh, plus all of Archmenas' knowledge um, kind of condensed so you know, basically all the pieces you would need to theoretically create this cure now.
3: So do we want to get the two people that we wanted to work with the vampire and
1: yeah. move them on?
3: Because yeah. he said
1: she'd send us yeah. Shani for you so you just have to find Eris.
3: Okay
2: and pick up some uh, some of our alchemical items, too, at the same time to win-win. Sure.
5: Yeah, yeah we're going to need that uh, anti-plague. It's not a new day. Not yet. But we'll need it tomorrow.
1: Okay. So you gather the troops. You head down to, um, to the basement. Uh, at this point, again... Nothing you can really do here, but you've been seen by about 50 people going down, <laughs> uh, plus several Grey Maidens that are already there. Well,
2: there is something we can do, but no one wants to actually go that far, so do I'm not going to mention do you, do it. Do
1: you guys want to spend the invisibility potions? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, we could we could do that. That's the thing I was talking about. Oh, you were talking about killing 50 <laughs> innocent people to, to you know. Preserve yourselves a day of safety. I like the other option. Or, That's what the one I was thinking of.
5: We could put on disguises. Yes. Oh yeah, I've got my.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, very disguise-y. My um,
5: clandestine cloak.
2: I am a seven-foot-tall dwarf.
5: You. I turn well, off my halo. <laughs> Sylvie's gonna um, flip her hair to the other side and put up <laughs> her cloak hood.
1: Yeah, just just go ahead and figure uh, among the you know. 60 people that you pass, 10 of them being Grey Maidens. Somebody picks up on who you are. Yeah. Alright, I Uh, turn my halo back. (laughs) Sadly in front of the crowd. You head down and what I'm going to need to influence putting all of these people's minds together and facilitating the speed at which this cure gets made is a crafting check from someone in the group.
5: Sophie can do crafting. Okay. That is a twenty-eight.
1: Twenty-eight. Uh, you successfully get everyone uh, working together and working quickly because of several factors. Uh, you have gained a uh, time bonus from having all of the pieces of information, so all of the all of the relevant documents, which reduce the DC. You have gathered additional people, so you've befriended Archminos, who has a lot of information as a master alchemist, and you had the idea to bring other alchemists into the cause and convince Cressida to get them to work with him. Uh, That gives you another bonus. Uh, So that is a critical success. (gasps) Yeah! Beautiful. Uh, Which means that the cure is developed in a day. What? Wow. In addition... And, and I think, Sylvie, through this, through this kind of check, you're spending time with the group as they're like developing this. And what you glean from the group and what you kind of uncover from the notes, now that you're digging deeper into it, is that the um, this strange immunity that was kind of the, the Achilles heel of this plague was supernatural in nature. The one on
2: the Verisians?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. They were supernaturally protected. Now, none of you is able to quite figure out the the underpinnings of that supernatural connection, you know, with, without doing some sort of, like, divination magic, right? But mm-hmm. but uh, even, like, Master Alchemist can tell when there's, like, a supernatural component to a disease. Oh. And you are able to reverse engineer that supernatural component into a cure. However, you retain the disease's virility. And so this cure, once administered, will spread very much like the disease to other people.
3: Fascinating. Oh.
4: Speeding the cure through the city. That's fascinating, yeah. A communicable cure. Please, allow me to be patient zero.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you do the human trials? The cat
2: trials. (laughs) The the animal trials. (laughs) Yeah, he's the animal
1: trials. And so, the next day, we won't have to, you know, go down the track or whatever for Diego. Diego's able to be cured by that disease, or from that disease. Thank you, Sylvia. Now... I will allow Mir to make some medicine checks in okay. the, you know, in the evening as you guys are kind of, you're lying low down here. I think for for this evening, trying to facilitate this cure, but um, I'll allow you to make some medicine checks to help those that are diseased um, overcome their disease.
3: So I will now roll. I will roll for Diego first. That's three on the die for twenty-one. Okay. Um,
1: 21 does not successfully help him. Okay, I'll save in the morning, maybe. Okay. Focus on the others.
3: Sylvie. It's a five on the die for a 23.
1: 23 does not successfully help.
3: Oh. All right, Figgy. It's an 11 on the die for a 29.
1: 29 does successfully help.
3: Wow, that's good.
1: Okay, so oh. morning comes. Let me get three fortitude saves. Figgy's at a plus four.
3: Oh. Do we have our anti and antidote?
1: Yes, yeah. You, you brought Ares with you. She would give you, you know, additional doses of those to use.
5: <gasps> I got a natural twenty four thirty three.
1: Okay. With a 33, that'll move you down to stage one, which means you're just a carrier. You still have the disease, however, um, but you are... Your drain condition can, you know, your drain condition reduces, so you're no longer drained too.
5: Oh, thank goodness. Am I drained one or just no drained at all?
1: You're not drained. drain Oh. Uh, I would use your hero point on that probably.
5: That's what I was going to say. Can I use Mir's
3: hero point yeah. on Figgy's natural one? hmm
1: Diego rolled a three for a 20. Okay. Diego, that is a failure, which means you will go from... Down. So what were you at? You were at... Drained you were drained one.
2: After the
1: the blood veil was removed, I think so. Yes, so you go to you go to stage three now, which is drained two for one day.
4: Yeesh. With the staff, I have four castings of removed disease that I could be throwing around too. Let's get it. You're gonna have to crit succeed to do anything there. Right.
3: Figgy F- got a, a natural three on the second roll. Mm-hmm. Or twenty three
1: uh that does not crit fail so he just moves to stage two which is drained one per
2: day okay.
1: um yeah Vec. i mean if the next day you want to try that or you want to like c- i mean can you you can't upcast remove disease can you
4: no no it's a level three it's not a signature spell and i don't even think it scales i I mean, the we're only thing heighten, that would yeah, be it doesn't, it doesn't the only heighten. thing
1: that would be important heightening it is to Caster level or whatever. Is, the, is the counteract check. We yeah, could buy yeah. a scroll of it at a higher
2: level.
4: Well, if we're not really doing anything today anyway, besides hanging out and removing diseases or whatever, um, I can start slinging those around and see what I can cure, if anything. All right. What's your bonus? my counteract modifier is going to be a plus 15 let's see okay so you're just rolling for 20 Mm. alright well it it doesn't hurt to at least use the staff so here we go I'll do Diego it's a 9 it didn't happen
3: so then am I able to when I'm prepping my spells for the day I can only go up to a 4th level but yeah, I could- you
1: could prep a remove disease in fourth level yeah yeah you could totally that's do what that. you want to do
3: So the should I should I do the remove disease at a fourth level then
1: I mean if you want a better chance of removing it mm-hmm. at, doing it at fourth level means all you have to do is succeed to remove it. The issue that vex having is that he's casting it at a third level spell and it's a fifth level disease mm-hmm. and so you need to get a crit success to counteract it. So he needs to crit uh, on the DC twenty
3: eight. Do you guys which. want me to prep both of my fourth level slots as a room disease then?
1: Yeah, I think
2: I yeah. think it makes sense to spend the day chilling out and doing this.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, because I mean, you guys could certainly be like transferring runes, yeah. going to yeah. the market, doing like you know, doing doing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Not too. the contagious ones, just the the well people. You well, know, so you, you guys would know, demonic pestilence isn't really like oh. And Diego, you probably actually want to get out there because you had a dose of this cure in you, so... Yeah, I'm going really to so
4: <laughs> Start making out with randos. Yeah, I'm going to lick faces left You're right. exuding a cure. Okay. So he's probably doing
1: that, like, cat thing where you he, like... Hello, I would like to book a flight. He licks himself all over and then rubs rub uh, Yeah.
3: So this will be on Sylvie. Oh, Sylvie's only at stage... One.
1: Yeah, Sylvie's. So he's a, oh, okay. One. So
3: Diego's the one who's at the higher level.
1: Diego is at the highest level.
3: That is who that's supposed to be okay. for So that does not counteract. No. With the twenty-four. Okay. So I can try again. Is is it? Diego is still the worst. Thom-
1: Diego's a drain too.
3: Yeah. All right. We we will count. Try and counteract Diego. Cool. Got a three on the die.
1: Okay. No. I mean, luckily, if oh. Diego saves on his own,
4: like he goes down two stages because mm-hmm. of his thing. I've, uh, if we're if we truly are doing nothing today, I got three chances to roll a twenty. Let's go. Let's try. Okay, so not a great start. That is a natural one. <laughs> that doesn't do something right. You can't no. Crit- no. fail that. Uh, you just fail regardless. Okay. That's an eight. That's a seventeen. What does it so go to? What does it go to thirty-two? But it's no. not not a. Not good enough. Not know. a crit success on a DC 28. Well.
3: Well, we used a bunch of resources. <laughs>
4: our highest magics. Yep. absolutely All right. Good. That was great. Going right back to bed. See you later.
3: Let's go to the market. Uh, no, let's go,
4: let's go to the so, market. are you guys...
3: So, since it is a new day, can I also re-roll on that wand? Well, I guess, can we all roll on yes, the
4: Yes, you all can roll on the wand. Ooh, yeah. I just rolled. I got a 28 total. 15 won't do it.
3: I got a natural 20. Thirty-five.
4: Cool, you're the only one that succeeds.
1: She knows oh. what it is. What is it? This is a Wand of Teeming Ghosts, fourth level spell. Oh, Ooh, wow. This pale wooden wand is carved to resemble a thigh bone with, mental ca- or with metal caps at each end. Ghostly tendrils seem to swirl around it ever so often. Activate it. You cast a spell. Frequency once per day, plus overcharge. Effect... You cast False, false Life at 4th level. During the duration of the spell, wisps that resemble spirits flit around you as long as you have any temporary hit points from False Life, and you can use the following action. Activate. Trigger. You successfully impart the Frightened 1 condition to a creature. Requirements. You have at least one temporary hit point from False Life. Effect. You end False Life and increase the creature's Frightened Condition value to 2. Oh, Yeah. So essentially what this means is if you have uh, if you have hit points, like if you have temporary hit points from the false life cast from this wand which is a fourth level false life you can after you frighten somebody as an action or as a free action um, make them frightened too but then that takes your false life away
3: So this isn't a, a cult?
2: And arcane It's both and False Life at level four gives you 12 temporary hit points. Oh. That lasts for eight hours. That's pretty so good. So the frightened condition is cool and all and everything, but the temp HP is the big draw here.
5: So we can cast arcane spells. Yep. Anybody else able to cast that? No.
2: Or trick? Diego don't. can cast a cult uh, and his charisma is higher, but I think, I don't think that the, I don't think temporary hit points stack with rage.
1: Yeah, I think rage gives you temporary hit points.
2: Yeah, I don't know if those like stack on top or if it's like whatever your highest temporary hit point source is. I'm not sure how that works. I still think Sylvie should take it though. Oh, I mean, I think Diego's, yeah, Diego's got charisma to use the whole like frightened thing, but I think the temporary HP is like, is more valuable.
5: Yeah, Sylvie is not trained in intimidation. So she won't, unless she uses her uh, fearsome rapier. She won't really be able to frighten anybody, but the temporary hit points would be really nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: And just like that, Sylvie now has the second most gold in the party. Oh. <laughs>
3: Bullshit.
1: Ooh. Yeah, from a from a thousand gold wand. Yeah.
3: 1K. The range in the party gold is pretty extreme there. from Yeah, I know. 5,200, uh, hundred, which is almost 4,900. And then you've got... 4,400 and then 3,500.
4: I just cast heal. It's fine. Yeah, you don't, don't have even... any weapons. No, I You don't have any right. armor.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: What, what am I supposed to give you? <laughs> you have
4: like a fucking <laughs> item for every skill. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you, have, you have 18 invested items for skills. Listen, I, I, I'm bitching at, at a commentary of how the wealth falls, but I mean... I have everything that I need to do what I want to do so I am satisfied. And Vex You got your healing blood upgrade
1: your healing staff upgrade.
4: Vex always been poor too so he's used to it. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean truthfully now I'm richer than everybody in old Corvosa but still poor compared to you guys. Relby Mercantile hasn't made the amount of gold
2: you carry on you in a hundred (laughs) years. You're not wrong. They only made 32 gold a year. (laughs) No Mercantile business if that if they're lucky those fish dumplings awful
4: we don't that wasn't the
1: mercantile business that was the guy that was squatting <laughs> in it
2: i don't know i it's, it's it's you know the brand values kind of mixed a bit you know you've got that correlation
1: now it's it's all it's all wrong it's all bad well uh so, so you've rolled on the wand where, where are you guys going you're you're currently in the basement of hospice the cure's made uh it's going to get distributed
3: How do we feel about walking out in enough public that Diego can, you know, spread his cure uh, while also going back to uh, Sylvie's parents' house and hanging out for the day and organizing and getting
4: ready for a day at the market? That sounds great.
5: That sounds like a very good plan. Sylvie is, after hearing about all the hubbub that we've caused, She isn't too concerned about herself, but she is concerned about the impact that will have on her family, who's not as strong as she is. And they're not in Old Corbosa.
3: Yeah, and my mom, I believe, went to your house. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right.
5: We're going to have to figure out a way to keep them safe. I don't know. My mom's pretty strong.
1: Strong enough to get captured.
5: Yeah.
3: (laughs) I think if I die, I'll come back as my mom turned, like... Raging barbarian.
4: <laughs> we'll have two angry cool. barbarians. I'm not against it.
1: <laughs> Dex is gonna come back as grandpa. Absolutely. Dee is gonna come back as thousand bones.
2: Haley, do you want me to spit in your mom's mouth?
0: <laughs> no.
2: For a cure. For, for just for the for cure. cure's sake. Yeah. Just for, for the cure's cure. sake.
3: <laughs> uh, no, I think if you just cough over the communal like water pitcher, that should be good.
2: Okay, are are we sure though? Like maybe we should be certain, certain. You know.
5: You should just uh, start spitting into the river to spread the cure that way. All right.
2: I don't know enough about rivers to dispute that uh, idea, so I will. It in the jagar. <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah. Get your cat dander
4: everywhere. We'll be fine. Yeah. All right. We oh. head back. <laughs>
2: I pissed in the river, the jigsaw sharks drink it, they get made into dumplings and the dumplings get sold and people get cured that way. Who knows? It's the transitive property of cures. Life finds a way.
3: I think you should just be coughing and sneezing, man.
2: (laughs) Alright, I'll do that too. I'll do everything.
1: Sure, so you guys head back to the Fordyce uh, small estate and um, it doesn't look nothing looks amiss. Doesn't look like anyone's been, uh, you know, has come calling looking for you. Uh, you make it through the front gate, head into the house. Your family is there. Uh, Mir, your mother is also there. They're all very pleased to see you. Um, I think if you guys are just chilling here for the day, you know, they they insist that you put your feet up. They make you a um, a meal. You know, they they wash your, you know wash your clothes, get all your stuff, you know, make sure that you are relaxed and comfortable. And um, after some food and maybe some drink, uh, your parents and family members are earlier to bed than you. But in the living room of the Fordyce estate, Sylvie, you begin to feel in your Satchel the shuffling of the harrow deck. Oh.
5: Oh. Sylvie will pull those cards out. Gather everyone around the coffee table and set them down in front of her.
1: As you do the faint afterimage of Zalara appears shuffling the deck. And you see a card kind of kicked across the table at each of you. I'm going to tell you each what you get, because i got to shuffle them back into the deck. Okay. So, the first card drawn is for Sylvie herself. And it is the keep.
2: Ooh.
1: So, the keep is uh, at least the way the card looks is this castle on a slab of land but the land is like uprooted from the ground on mechanical legs and arms it almost looks like an entire castle turned into a mechanical Baba Yaga's hut and Zalara's ghost kind of smiles at you ah uh sylvie it seems that you are stronger from your experiences so far in the city unshakable unmovable like a great keep like this keep for it to represent you you must be stalwart in your behavior and your actions And also your beliefs. You've come so far, and you have overcome the disease that plagued this city, but the Crimson Throne has turned its eye on you, and the keep up on the hill looks down upon you. Will you be strong enough to resist it? This card would tell me yes, so the keep is the neutral good card of strength. So you have a good hero card to add to your hero card collection. She then turns to Mir, who receives the bear, the neutral card of strength.
3: Oh, some strength. On
1: <laughs> oh. oh, Mir, a druid in the city. A fish out of water, some would say. But you've made the best of your abilities here. But the city cannot tame you. Just when the people around you think that they know you, you will surprise them. You always do. The bear is a card that represents someone that takes advantage of others' mistakes in their perception of them. The bear turns other people's perceptions on their head because the bear cannot be tamed. And when someone thinks that the bear is under control, that's when it slashes them to pieces. You see this bear teetering so nicely on a unicycle, trained to be in the circus, is no less of a terrifying force of brutality than the bear that lives in the woods. Don't forget that just because you're in the city, you've lost some part of your natural ferocity. It's still there with you. The bear is, in fact, a bear uh, with a little frill necklace on a unicycle, riding around on top of the skulls of those who have probably made that mistake. And it is, again, the neutral card of strength. So that is uh, the D30 roll. Next she turns to Diego. (sighs) Oh, my friend, nine lives. The beating seems to represent you this time. And she shows you a card that is a man just being torn apart by zombie limbs. This is a difficult card to be sure. It represents attack from all sides. Uh, Coming under attack from unexpected places. You being the strongest member of this group will have to well take a beating in order for the rest of your friends to survive although it is unclear if that beating will be the end of you you have been through many fights before though Diego I see it on your skin scars from many battles lives from many deaths your spirit Has been beaten to death many times. And has come back from that. Maybe you will do it one better and stay alive. This is the neutral evil card of strength. Mm. Three strength cards.
2: And that's make you roll again at some point?
1: Yes. Card she pulls for Vec is the unicorn. The chaotic good card of charisma. All right ah mr Elby, the unicorn well you are one looking for answers are you not a great bit about you is shrouded in mystery and i think you've had a taste recently of what could have been in your past the unicorn represents generously offered information that the subject seeks you being the subject of this car I believe will find a great deal about yourself in the upcoming ordeal although the crown sets its sights towards you wherever you set your sights next will provide a great deal of answers for you and if you're looking for someone I believe you'll find them she takes the cards and shuffles them back into the deck. Uh, uh uh what about Figgy? Figgy doesn't get a card. Oh.
3: And neither does Gaken.
2: Well. Oh, yes, Gaken. No, 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 no. Gaken <laughs> doesn't deserve a card. Put yeah. it back. Okay. Can't have Figgy without Gaken. Once Figgy becomes advanced enough,
1: says he do with the cards and be doing all of them. <laughs> Lara lays out the cards and you've all been through a hero reading before so you know she's going to go through what has been, what will be, or what is, and what will be. She starts with the past and she draws the trumpet the lawful good card of constitution in the lawful good slot. The courtesan which is the chaotic neutral card of charisma in the lawful neutral slot, partially misaligned. And the wanderer, the neutral, good card of intelligence in the um, in the lawful evil slot. What was the uh, lawful neutral again? The courtesan. dang, a
2: fully aligned trumpet. Hmm.
1: <sighs> Well, the trumpet correctly aligned. That is quite powerful. It is also what the card represents. Power. A declaration of power. Those, well, in this case, the Queen's declaration of power weeks ago has only grown. Her power... Would be wise to not underestimate. It grows stronger than you think. Her declaration initially was met with uncertainty and disdain even. But now she has more control than you know. Yes, there may be people that don't believe she deserves to sit on the throne. She will likely be the death of those people. Be wary. This declaration of power comes with the power to manipulate the city, to put the city into shackles. You've seen the beginnings of martial law, and that will only continue. But it also represents you, the four of you, acting in the cause of justice, the cause of good and overcoming the trials that she has put in front of you, you curing Blood Veil, is the trumpet's blare and blast through the city that there are heroes willing to defy the Queen, and they will look to you when the time comes. She moves on to the next card. Hmm, the courtesan, how appropriate after the trumpet. This indicates uh, the political intrigue that has happened so far behind the scenes and probably out of sight of the group of you. The steps and missteps that have happened in the past. But what it also represents is that you've met someone of great political power. You may not know who they are, but you've met them all the same. Enough political power to usurp a queen? Who knows? But perhaps... She then moves to the Wanderer. (laughs) I'm sorry, my friends, but this card uh, likely represents your interaction with that political figure. In the past, you were unable to see what was truly valuable about them. I cannot see why... Perhaps you never actually got to speak with them. Perhaps you didn't understand who they were or didn't get a clear enough picture of them. But since that is in the past, you still have the opportunity to find this person and set right your initial disregard of them. Then she turns to the present and unveils ooh the neutral evil card of Constitution in the neutral goods slot perfectly misaligned mm. the bear perfectly aligned Wow true neutral Wow and also a card that was one of our characters cards yeah. And the lost, perfectly aligned neutral evil card. Oh God! No! This wow! Oh! Oh my goodness! Well, I don't think that it takes a fortune teller to tell all of you that the sickness misaligned most obviously means that you've cured this city of what ails it. You've fixed blood veil. You are going to be praised for saving thousands of lives. The swiftness in your action has saved more people than you know. Important people that you would have lost. But what's more interesting is... Seeing the bear again. The bear represents, I mean, what I told you, Mir, but also just pure strength, brute force. It's possible that you will need to resort to violence to get what you desire. I would say that. You have killed all of those that opposed you. I think the bear showing up here is also indicative of your true nature as a group being revealed here. The city now knows who you are, and you're going to see something. You're going to see your enemy, and it will happen soon. Mere for you the car arriving here means that your skills right now are what the city needs your medical knowledge will fix those that have that have lingering the sickness your ability to ride the waves will bridge the gap between here and old corvosa And your desire to return back to your shop will lead you into the heart of the evil branching out of Old Corvosa. Trust yourself, for your connections might be the only safe ones that you'll find in Old Corvosa. Return to your old friends. The Vargo yet lives in Old Corvosa. I can feel it. And I feel the lost, oh, it calls, it calls to you, Vikars. It calls to your grandfather. He, the, the lost, represents those that make no sense, those that speak in tongues and babble and are lost. And your grandfather certainly is lost in the turmoil of old Corvosa. But you have the unicorn, and I think if he is who you seek, you will be able to find him. But the madman is not your grandfather. It is the man that holds him, that binds him. You worshipped Aradin once, and maybe you still do. Your family, a long line of worshippers. You've had someone you've hated in Old Corvosa before. Tied to that thought. And he has taken your grandfather away. He is the madman. He is the emperor of Old Corvosa. This man that's stolen your grandfather. I think you might know where to look if you search your heart for who you've hated before. I think you'll find it. Then she turns to the future. The future good is the midwife, the neutral good card of wisdom. The future neutral is the rakshasa, the lawful evil card of intelligence. And the future negative is the desert, the chaotic good card of constitution. The midwife represents creation, although she does not create on her own, uh, but lets new life or information into the world, and her heart can see the good in even the worst situations. Something must be passed on. Something will be passed on in the future. Information that you have on the Queen perhaps might become common knowledge. But if I look deeper, I see a mantle, a weight, a responsibility passed on. And someone in grave danger... A dungeon, perhaps. Hmm. The Rakshasa represents dominance and mind control. An exterior force imposing itself upon another being's mind. And I certainly do see mind games being played on the group of you. From a seemingly... Innocuous force, perhaps even someone you would lean to ally with, is a Rakshasa in disguise. A master manipulator and shape changer. And has taken the power of old Corvosa all for themselves. Not the Emperor though, That's that I can see clearly the emperor is the madman which i spoke the rakshasa is far more sinister far more cunning but also in this alignment not necessarily your enemy yes they crave power for themselves but where does the power in this city come from but the throne and where can you take power away from but the throne? Think on that, and be aware of who you ally yourself with. And then we have the desert, an environment so bleak none can survive it without aid. However, we find this misaligned, and that means that you will likely be lost You cannot rely on the help of others. The Sphinx on this card normally hearkens to a mystic or doctor that brings salvation in times of plague or illness. And if this were the past, I would say this seems like Dr. Davilus, but it's in your future. And this is what causes such great concern. Be careful once again. ...of who you ally yourself with. I can see this a bit differently, though. Do not hesitate to accept unusual sources of aid. A hand reaching out from beneath the sand instead of above... ...would not seem to help you in a desert. But misaligned, that helpful hand may come from below... Do not immediately rule out someone... Because they don't necessarily align with you. Your friend Art Minos is proof of that. But be wary of well-meaning help. That I can be sure of. It may not get you where you need to go. With that, the cards gather back up on the table, shuffle themselves, and return to Sylvie's pouch. Hmm. And Zolara disappears. And I think we'll continue the curse campaign next time.
3: Oh my goodness. Oh. All right.
0: The Bestow Curse podcast is a hideous laughter productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.